everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy, your insider's guide to all things franchising in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guy. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things franchising in the local area, and it's a great place for any entrepreneur to stop by when they're just looking to learn more about the franchising industry. Well, this is our first episode being recorded in 2023, and I think I only made one glub on that uh, intro, so so far so good in 2023. (laughs) I have a fellow franchisee with me today, Mr. Todd Feaster. Thank you for joining us today, Todd. It is great to be here in the new year with you, Mr. Martin. Thank you. So as we were going through and getting ready for the holidays, we had some conversations. Todd and I are both, Todd owns several businesses, which we'll talk about, but we're also both franchisees in the FranNet system. And so we are literally fellow franchisees. Sorry, Todd. Uh, And we got into some conversations that sort of reminded me of one of the things that can be frequently overlooked in the franchising industry, one of the benefits, and that's what we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. and that is the peer-to-peer communication. And I think uh, Todd's super old, so he's been at this a lot longer than me. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're breaking up. <laughs> but he knows more than I do that you know. sometimes you get into a groove when you are a franchise owner, no matter what other businesses you've owned, and you sort of take some things for granted. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I think I'd been taking for granted for a while was just the the availability and the advantages of being able to interact with other franchisees and that came up in a conversation and a little debate that you and I were having but <laughs> I, I talk to people a lot about you know business ownership can can seem really lonely like you're on an island by yourself and mm-hmm. and then I smile because I say I've never felt that way because I'm part of a franchise system mm-hmm so I'd be, let's start off with what are your thoughts about that? Have you ever felt like you're out on an island as a business owner? Well, I mean, I've, I work with a lot of business owners in, in one business and as a franchise E of FranNet, um, you know, I have always talked about being in business for myself, but not by myself. And that's exactly, you know, I know you utilize uh, that adage and, and that phrase, but I really feel that. And, uh, you know, it's that friendly competition. It's that support. It's that little bit of rivalry here and there. But, um, you know, every once in a while when you got to make the really hard decisions in some of your businesses, it is kind of lonely because really ultimately the buck stops with with you. Uh, But again, you can provide, get support. You can get insight. You can get wisdom. But you just have to ask and bring people around you. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. And I definitely caught on to that in business for yourself, but not by yourself. That I mean, that was a big reason that I, I felt comfortable getting into business ownership this time around as a, as a franchise owner. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it works in a couple of ways, which is what I wanted to have a conversation about for the benefit of, uh, of our listeners. One is, I mean, there are just tough times, right? I mean, any business, you, you're probably not doing much right if you're not having tough days, weeks, months having to make tough decisions. And, and let's be honest, when you're in a franchise system, you don't always agree with everything, right? You don't mm-hmm. agree with the decisions the franchisors make. The franchise or doesn't agree with the decisions we make. Right. And so, you know, having somebody to hash that out with, having somebody to discuss that with, uh, I have found to be, um, what's the right word? Uh, it's a good outlet. It's a good outlet. I, I, the word that came to me was invaluable, quite frankly, is that to have 
uh, you to pick up the phone and, and bounce somebody an idea off of or say, hey, you know, how would you handle the situation? I mean, having the uh, collaboration groups that we have access to with other owners and again, other owners at different stages of their ownership life cycle, some newer owners, some older owners, older than you and I, you know, but get that wisdom and get that, that, those perspectives. It, that's invaluable for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. The, the back and forth I think helps a lot. And, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you've got an idea or uh, a solution on the tip of your tongue or in the back of your mind, and you can't quite formulate what that's going to look like. And, talking to somebody else who's in the trenches, who's having the same experience right. is usually what elicits that. <laughs> That's exactly right. You talked about the collaboration groups. It's a great example of something that I've kind of taken for granted in our franchise system. Mm -hmm. Some do this, not all, not all do, but I think one of the things that our franchise system does well is they, they create forums and formats and an infrastructure that really encourages collaboration amongst us. Right. So mm -hmm. We're in a small group with a handful of other franchisees, and we've chosen to be in a group together where we're, it's really a, it's a, almost a think tank combined with an accountability partnership. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we'll share stuff about our numbers that maybe we wouldn't even share with the rest of the franchise system or, you know, what our customer pipelines look like, what certainly what our challenges have been, how we've gotten mm -hmm. through um, tough customer situations and uh, obviously without releasing anything confidential, but sharing information about, you know, how best to help customers. Correct. And work within our teams and motivate our teams. And, and, uh, yeah. and, you know, that's, there's, there's so many areas that all of a sudden you just need, I just need a fresh perspective. I just need, you know, an idea or some input here is, am I crazy? And usually that's how most of my conversations start out. Am I crazy? And Blake, you <laughs> usually respond. Yeah, you are, but let's talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, I have those too. Sometimes I have those conversations with myself, by the way. So mm -hmm. you said something there that reminded me to go back to this. So, I mean, you're not new to business ownership. Um, you own the FranNet franchise. Uh, you own TP4 Advisors, right? Great. Yeah. Yet you're still gaining value from this, even though you've already had plenty of experience in business ownership. I mean, the, the value, you know, there, there's, you know, one of my businesses is a franchise. The other business is a, is a partnership with a, with another business partner of mine. Um, we collaborate, I, you know, for me, it would be really hard to be a solopreneur. Um, and so, yeah. uh, all of my best stuff I say is other people's. So I like to get educated. I like to gather data. I like to filter it through my process and then to make a decision. So, you know, he and I, He's out of Central Florida. I'm here in, in the Cincinnati area. We talk every day. We're processing with the FranNet business where, you know, we've got our collaboration groups. I've got my go-to guys like you and, and folks uh, like Tracy that we can just pick up the phone and, and just have a phone call and say, hey, am I crazy? How would you handle this? What else do we need to be thinking about? Yeah, yeah. So you're, you know, being part of FranNet, you're in the business of helping people find businesses, helping people find franchises that they're a good fit for. Mm -hmm. Here's a question for you, because you've been at this for a while. If somebody is looking for a franchise that has fellow franchisees who've created a culture that they're comfortable in, so that candidate is comfortable in a certain kind of culture, how, how does somebody tease that out in their research process? How do they determine what the right culture is mm -hmm. within a franchise organization. 
Well, I mean, that happens through validation. And uh, I mean, this, the great thing about this is that I know we didn't even plan this, but when I have my ca- my candidates go through validation mm-hmm. and do something called meet the team day or discovery day, there are four C's that I really, really want them to dig into and take mental pictures. I had somebody before I got married say, hey, take mental pictures throughout your day that you get married because you will forget it unless you make a specific image to remember something. And so when I tell my clients when they're doing a meet the team day and they're evaluating this this franchise opportunity, there's four C's, character, competency, chemistry, and culture fit. Okay. So character, competency, chemistry, culture fit. So as you're out looking at the culture of an organization, are you going to fit that culture? Is it a good chemistry that you're having with the other franchise owners that you're working with? You know, and you know, that's how I do it. And then I have people take mental notes throughout the process, positive or negative. And then as they're making their final decision, we go through the checklist. Okay, let's talk about character. Do they have the character that you're willing, you know, do they have the character um, that you want to associate yourself with? You know, chemistry. Do you like working with them? Do you enjoy the people? Do they bring the most out of you? Is it a culture of success? Can you see yourself being um, successful within that culture? And then competency. Do they know what they're doing? And take mental pictures of that. And that's that's really how I want my clients as they're doing the evaluation process to really see if that's that's that fit for them and, they're, and, and what they're looking for and those other franchise owners that they're going to interact with and that they're going to glean information and provide data for. Is that really the right fit for them? Wow, that is, I, I love that. And I'm glad it did come out anecdotally. <laughs> uh, that pretty much sums it up. We just did some. We just did some sessions, some episodes on uh, validation and going oh, through the validation, it, including uh, the final validation, going for the visit to the franchisor. So this will this will sync up nicely with that. I appreciate. Oh, that's that. great. Well, good. Well, yeah. good. Yeah. Where do you see people trip up? Um, so let me give you an example. When I talk about culture and finding the right culture, a mistake that I ask people to avoid is don't try to be somebody that you're not. You know, don't, don't try to be that, that thing that you aspire to be. Be yourself. Be transparent as you're talking to the franchisor and to other franchisees. So that's kind of the layup easy one. Anything that you would add to that as far as things that trip people up when they're trying to match themselves up in a culture? You know, be yourself, number one, but know who you are and really know what your values are. And that comes down to the culture. That comes down to the character. I mean, I mean, it, that comes down to that fit um, of making sure you fit within that culture. But know, you know who you are, know what's important to you and know what your ultimate goals are to get out of that business and what you want out of that experience. So people get tripped up is when they don't really document it or they don't really think about it, or they think they know it, but they don't have a reference point to go back to. So here, create a list. What's important to me? What's important now? When? What's important now? What do I have to have? What are the must-haves within this business? What would I like to have? And what would be okay to have? And stick to that and be flexible enough. I just know, I know when I created my list of what I wanted and what I had to have, I had to have reoccurring revenue. Uh-huh. Well, well, Blake, what don't we have with FranNet? 
reoccurring revenue. <laughs> we don't have reoccurring revenue. And I, that is a hill that I about died on because that yeah. was at the top of my must-have list. But my incredible huh. wife of 33 years, you know, was 21 years then, came to me and said, Todd, all these other boxes check. This is a great fit for you, for your personality, who you are, what you want to do. This is the only thing that doesn't fit. Are you willing to walk away for that? And, and the ultimate at the end was I accepted and I went forward with Franda and I gave that key piece of the business away because it was such a good fit. So yeah. knowing who you are, knowing what you want, but also having the flexibility to pivot if you need to. Yeah. And I think part of what you just defined there was there are ideal businesses, but nothing is perfect. Nothing is right. going to fit in every single way. Right. That's exactly right. The other, the other uh, piece that I took away from that is surround yourself with people you trust, whose opinions you trust, for the right reasons. Yes. Not necessarily the uncle that's never owned a business, <laughs> since we're <laughs> on the topic of entrepreneurship. But That's exactly right. Yeah, and, and entrepreneurs get it. Some entrepreneur, I mean, some non-entrepreneurs really don't get it and never will. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we call those the ambushes of those that really think they know what they're talking about, but they really don't know what they're talking about. And that comes down to being to knowing who you are, knowing what's important and understanding what that ideal business looks like for, for, for ourselves and for our clients. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of who you are and you know, what's in your heart. I mean, at, at, at your inner core as a human being, you're a Michigan fan, right? Michigan Wolverine fan. I'm sorry. He, they, we must have a really bad connection because no, we you don't keep break. You keep breaking <laughs> up at some of these times. No, not at all. You know, that, that comes down to that friendly competition or that friendly rivalry that we talked about. Indeed. And that's actually what got us thinking about this episode. So, that's right. <sighs> unfortunately, I mean, not all your friends can be perfect. No different than business can't be perfect. And you're an Ohio <laughs> state fan and, I, of course, am a Michigan fan, but uh, we had some fun with that, had some levity with it. We did have a little bit of fun. You had more fun at the end of the end of the regular season than I had, and then we both ended the, the same way here on uh, New Year's Eve, unfortunately. Yeah. But again, <laughs> you know, even when you and I were talking about this and we talked about this podcast, I did watch uh, a TV show a number of months ago about the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry, uh -huh. right? And I did a little research on what's the difference between a rival and an enemy, right? And the ultimate, the ultimate difference between a rival and an enemy is that a rivalry makes somebody else better and an enemy wants to destroy you. So oh. there's, there's this rivalry, you know, and it's, and it says, well, rivalries can't be hostile, but nobody's ever been to an Ohio state Michigan game and say it's not hostile. Right. <laughs> but, um, but that is a big difference uh, as you're looking at, you know, approaches and, and we're we're rivals but you know Bo had Woody Woody had Bo you know and in that rivalry made them each better and made them go to the next level uh where enemies just want to destroy you and I think that's kind of the fun thing that you and I have and that we have within franchising is that I wouldn't even say we're rivals we're friendly competitors mm -hmm. uh we're able to really you know we'll compete we'll look at each other's numbers and say I got you this month or hey you're the yeah. but in the ultimate end we want each of our businesses to be successful and we want both of us to be successful and that's really what a good franchise model brings out in everybody is a friendly competition to make everybody better I could not have said that better. I mean, it's the whole high tide raises all boats and right. have, sharpening your sword, right? By mm -hmm. learning from people that are doing the same thing as you, 
And it, I mean, that, that, that can apply in any franchise system. Right. Yeah. It could apply in any franchise system, but it doesn't. And that's why going through the validation and looking at that, that culture fit uh, with the franchisors, you're ultimately going to hitch your wagon to, you know, that's, that's really what's key. And you got to make those phone calls. You got to do that validation. And I'm, I'm picking back on some of your other conversations, I guess you've had, but it's no, no, no. I appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it goes back to that whole idea of, you know, when you're, if you're doing research the right way in franchising and you're in those validation discussions, talking with other franchisees, which typically is happening when you get well along in the process, you've invested Mm -hmm. a lot of time. If, if franchisees aren't connecting with you, I mean, certainly on the first try, if they're busy people, right. uh, Right. You're going to have to persist a little bit, but if they're not willing to talk with you, that, that should raise a yellow flag. Right. Yeah. Sure should. So, it, yet you talked to me when I was going through validation. So thanks. Did I really? <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, you told me I should never do this. I know. And you, <laughs> you, you didn't listen then and you don't listen now. <laughs> no, you were very encouraging. Yep. And we had the opportunity. I mean, you had the opportunity to have our son, Brady, validate with you when he joined my franchise business in August. Yeah. So it comes around full circle. Yeah, that was really cool. Kind of the the generational component of any business ownership, including franchising and having the opportunity to talk to somebody who, I mean, I wanted to, and I think any good franchisee should, I I wanted to be able to talk to him just like anybody who would join our franchise system because they're a reflection of our reputation, right? Right. So if I thought there was something wrong there, I would have told Brady, hey, you know, you really need to think about this or this or that. Mm-hmm. Not surprisingly, I thought, wow, it could be a great addition to the franchise system. And there's a there's a sense of ownership there. And there's a mm-hmm. the sense of that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, especially right. if you can all be engaged in the process of deciding how it expands. So right. Absolutely. And you probably thought, wow, Todd needs a lot of help. Brady, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Hey, before we start wrapping, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Talk about that next fall. Mm-hmm. You've got the uh, the TP4 Advisors shirt on. Tell me what that business is about. I want to give you a little plug because it's a very interesting business model. Um, and then how we can get a hold of you. Okay. Well, again, we we provide back office accounting services. In during my support of small business owners and whether it's been in FranNet for the last 12 years or whether it's been in other other consulting is that business owners that are true hardcore entrepreneurs need help with their numbers and um we uh with my business partner tom and i uh we've worked together in some uh, boutique investment banking firms and and uh, have been partners in this business for the last four years or five years and we provide back office accounting services fractional bookkeepers, controllers, CFO services to assist business owners in creating timely and accurate financial statements to help them have a good solid foundation to make business business decisions with. So um, we've done that for five years. Um, It's been a really, really interesting ride for the last two years coming out of COVID. Prior to COVID, everybody wanted their bookkeeper, their accountant, on site now nobody wants them on site you know (laughs) let's don't let's don't have anybody here which is which is which is great um but we provide part-time fractional um accounting services i mean 
we do financial statements. We let me. We don't do IT. We don't do HR, and we okay. don't do taxes. So we do everything else as it relates to uh, back office accounting. Got it. Yeah, that last piece really helped take it home <laughs> for me. <laughs> and I, people can just Google you. Yeah. So uh, TP4Advisors.com. You know, we're headquartered in Cincinnati. Have offices in Central Florida. Uh, clients all throughout the Midwest. So um, you know, we're more than happy to help or get on the phone for a, a good con good conversation to see if we can help steer folks in the right direction. Thank you for sharing that with us. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. It's always good to catch up with you. And thanks for sharing your perspectives uh, on the franchising industry and uh, working with other franchisees. Very helpful. Well, I appreciate your friendship, rivalry. Um, I'm looking forward to a great 2023 and um, as you would probably say yourself, go Bucks. I would say go Blue. You're right. Oh, okay. All so right. thanks for that. being here. Uh, and thanks to all of you for joining and listening to this episode, even the part about the Bucks. Uh, <laughs> remember, don't keep us a secret. Subscribe, follow, and share. If you see something in this episode that you think somebody else should know about, please make sure that you share it with them. And, of course, if you have any questions, you need contact info for Todd and his businesses, just scan that QR code on the bottom of your screen, get in touch with us, and we'll get you all the information you need. Thanks for being with us on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy. We'll see you here again very soon. A Huda Media Production.